what is good? Man, I got my guy, you know, over here, man. Guy Sherman, man. We just came back from skiing on like the biggest mountain in Neptune, bro. It was, it was kind of sick, man. I don't know what to tell you. This guy's mad good at skiing too, bro. You know me, I'm not the outdoorsy type, but it's all good, man. Welcome to Neptune's Cavern. I'm your host, Victor Eddy. Some call me Yeti, but you know that already. And I'm here with my guy Sherman, man. Sherman, say what's up, man. What's up? What's up? How you feeling, bro? Pretty good. Pretty good. Not too bad. That's amazing. Just uh, he just did all your moving. Well, not moving, but you just got your place. <clears throat> so I know it's it's uh it's a busy time for a guy, isn't it? For sure. But I appreciate you coming through and coming down to Neptune, bro. You know I get lonely out here, bro. But it's always nice to get visitors. You feel me? Anyways, we recorded an episode before, um, and then I messed it up. Drinkle too much. Bro, the Pittman, the whatever, AC heating, whatever you want to call it, man, that stuff sucks. So, audio was messed up, everything was messed up, but it's okay, we're back, man. Um, so, let the people, you know, just describe yourself a little bit to the people back home, you know, they, you know, don't really know. Like, who's Sherman, man? Well, just a normal student living in Pittman. Pretty much from Hong Kong. Grew up in Hong Kong. Born in where Victor is from. <laughs> BC, Vancouver. But yeah, but basically grew up my whole life in Hong Kong. Just came here. Having nobody, no family, mm. no friends and just doing my own thing here so that's fire that's fire um definitely like um when we had first met through the ryerson 25 thing um the that connection on like fashion and so on was like a big um initial spark um and with you having started your um, own brand uh, back then, and then I've also done the same. It was like there's that like there's that samezies there. That was cool though, and that's why you're on today's episode because we're gonna talk a little bit about fashion and so on. And of course, you're well versed inside of street, you know, streetwear. You're wearing all OVO. It's like. <laughs> Look at yourself. Hey, you know me, Matt. But I definitely want to get you on the episode and um, hear your thoughts on how you think that the streetwear, um, the streetwear scene is going, and what you think of it, and so on. So I think that's gonna be mad fun. Yeah. To start off, um, talk a little bit about your brand um, and you know how it started, what your inspirations were for starting it. Um, and like what led you to close it down and all that stuff well so basically i started on my I started a brand when i was taking a gap year before coming to ryerson and it was just just because i did it for interest like i just wanted to do something try something and something that i liked and like well back then and still now like i still do like really like i like clothing and like I kind of dress myself if I can, but yeah, so during gap year, I was just, you know, 
I see like some of my friends starting their own clothing brand as well. And I just just got to my head. I was just like, you know, might as well just start one. Yeah. So then like, I mean, I it kind of kind of just stopped in the middle, but mm. like you know, like, but what I was going for was kind of just kind of like a simple, but like a how do you like streetwear like vintageish kind of like vibe with that, like mm-hmm. the shirts and like clothing and stuff. Designed everything, uh, got some samples, and pretty much just kind of just stopped there after coming to Ryerson. But yeah, I feel that. Um, so, what would you say um, your brand was about? Like, at least what was your vision with it? Because obviously, you've said that it was more so like more like hobby and just like doing something with your hands and so on yeah. but while you were creating it what was like kind of what was the the theme the vision like the dream that you had with it well it's just basically like well it's also like linked to like you know my hobby or like what i liked right so mm-hmm. i honestly just think too much about what people would like but it's just what myself would like prefer and then like design my own stuff um theme behind behind this whole thing is i don't know if there is one but it's Mm. just it's just like basically what i liked on a shirt like on a shirt right like what i liked on a shirt i'll just put it in and then hopefully people will like it you know but yeah it's just based purely based on like my own liking Mm -hmm. probably like i'm pretty sure everyone like here is just like you see a shirt like in a shop you know you'll probably like it but you probably like want more to it you know you probably want like some stuff on like a cartoon or whatever on this spot like it's just it's just that's just how it got to my head i was just like you know what like let me just do something that i like mm-hmm. like if you like let's just say like jeans right mm-hmm. you don't want plain jeans so just add a bit of like color to it yeah so that's basically just how I kind of just thought about this whole clothing thing. So I feel that. I feel that. So it wasn't like you didn't overthink it. No. Creating it. It was really just like, what do I want on a shirt? Yeah. And well, you made it. Basically, yeah. I feel that. I I definitely like starting out like with my own brand. Um, when I made Melting Pond, when I made uh, the Yardy Archive and one other one that no one knows about because I never lodged it. Um, They're sick though, the hell are sick. But when I made them, um, I like overthought it. I was like the complete opposite of you. I was like, okay, what like, I tried to cram meaning into it and I tried to like make it this like art piece or whatever, right? And I feel like there obviously like is like a a market for that and like that's, not completely like unnecessary but it's like you overthink it and then like you don't yeah, for sure. you don't like it's hard it's harder and harder to just start so like now that like with the summer coming up i'm like starting it up again uh with one of my boys back in bc and it's like that's kind of what we're going for in that like just like make something we like and don't even sell it first like yeah, we're yeah. gonna wear it wear it yourself exactly but i mean it's just like the pressure like there's a lot of clothing brand out there you know yeah. so like 
I mean, most of the brands, like, uh, one of the brand called Kith, like, that brand, like, I mean, it relates to, like, every single brand. Like, every brand name, like, they have a meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, Kith is, probably, like, it's, it's a pretty uncommon word, but, like, it's, like, something to do with, like, um, friends and family and, like, you know, like, just whatever happiness or whatever, but, like, people tend to overthink, like, oh, like, oh, do I need a meaning behind this? Mm. You know? But over time, like, it's just, if you overthink it, like, it's just, like, and then you just put stuff on there that's, like, kind of forced. Like, do you actually like it? Or it's just, yeah. like, you kind of just forced it in there, so. Yeah. No, it's just my mindset, so. Mm-hmm. That's fire. And since you touched on a bit of, like, um, like, what people look for, inside of like stores like they go to a store and they're looking mm-hmm. at what they got and so on right um speaking on that and with like just how streetwear is right now right um it's evolving just like every yeah, industry yeah. it's evolving it's changing um the different brands that um create clothing uh change the culture and the culture changes the brands that create the clothing and so on it's like a cycle yeah um what would you say like how do you feel about streetwear right now like let's say just to keep it simple let's say like what do you like about streetwear right now and what do you dislike about it that could be either the people who wear them the brands who are producing them anything like give me your thoughts on those what I like about them? Well, I mean, okay, so back then, like, what is, like, streetwear? Streetwear is just, like, well, let's just say, like, back in, like, 2000s, is there, like, are there actually, like, proper, like, streetwear? Like, mm. besides from, like, I don't know, you don't see too, like, I grew up from Asia, so, like, you don't see too much, like, <laughs> anyone, like, wearing, like, crazy stuff, you know? Yeah. It's just It's just, like, simple and, like, you know, but then, well, coming to like Canada or like just Ryerson as a f- fashion art school, you know, mm-hmm. you see a lot of like different styles of like streetwear. Um, I mean, first off, like you got like the Toronto man kind of like vibe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, like look, I mean, I'm wearing OVO, so like it's it's somewhere like somewhere like that, like Montclair, like puffer vest, mm. puffer like. Puffer you know, jeans. Yeah, you, you know, like Toronto vibe, uh, Toronto man vibe. And then there's also these um, other styles, but I don't really know how to describe them, but it's like, let's just say, it's like thrifted clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, vintage. Vintage. Yeah. And then there's like, like these like leather jackets, you know, there's like those vintage kind of vibe. Like this these are like the two like kind of vibe that like I've been seeing so far, but um. So you would say that those are things that you like? Yeah, obviously. Like it, those are like, you know, it's like back then I was just kind of more like a very like simple vintage kind of ish, like just like a normal T-shirt, like just pants, a bit of jewelry, but like. That's Not about crazy. It. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. I mean, if you walk down the streets in like Hong Kong or China, like people would be like looking at you weirdly if you had like bright colors and like baggy pants. Yeah. 
you know, or camo pants. It's just like, everyone's just like, what the hell are you what wearing? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, well, coming here, it's just like, um, streetwear is just more like, people are just more like, whatever, like, you like, you just put on your, like, you just wear that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that's why I respect, like, um, streetwear here. Um, I mean, but you also got, like, these, like, Chinese, like, mainland, like, guys, you know, like, the fobs, like, just full designer, like, I don't even know if that's, like, streetwear, it's just, like, full designer, like, there's, like, nothing into it. Mm-hmm. It's just them trying to flex at their Bought off of a mannequin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, yeah, like, I've seen, like, a lot of people so far, it's just wearing what they like without having to feel, like, um, well, having to feel how people see you or like, you know, your style or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's it's nice. It's like that's what I like about like the streetwear in Canada or the U.S. But Asia, it's just I don't know. Mm. Would you say that? Cause like speaking on um like uh, people just wearing like full designer and so on, right? Would you say that that um, is an aspect like though people like inside of my mind I'm thinking okay like how did this start right started with people just wearing what they liked right mm-hmm. and wearing brands that maybe rebelled against the being just formal all the time right yeah. um, would you say that though it started out that way um, nowadays with like those brands now being very big corporate brands right yeah, like yeah. those brands that were down low before like like supreme and vans yeah, and yeah. so on right now they're like nike level right mm-hmm. um would you say that now it's shifted to the um i just got to put on as many logos as possible well the thing is like like we got like brands like Supreme and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like Off White, Supreme, um, and all these like uh, hype. It's more like a hype kind of hype beast brand. Yeah. Right. But then there's also like these Chinese like people who are just putting all like these Gucci like designer stuff. Um, I'd say that's more like just them like trying to flex their money. Like, I grew up in, like, Asia, so, like, I, I kind of know, like, um, what their mindset is. Like, I have people around me doing the same thing, and, like, what's the, like, to them? I, I mean, I've talked to them about that, like, this whole thing before, and to them is not um, wearing, like, what they actually like. It's just more, like, just trying to show people. Like, status. That, yep, their status, and, like, that's basically it. Maybe, like, yeah, okay, yeah, like, I, they're rich they like designer stuff but then but deep down like end of the day it's just like them trying to like flex just their status Mm -hmm. basically i mean like even even here i see some of that right um where i know big issue with black people in that like um people are going broke trying to show other people that they're rich right? yeah, yeah, yeah um so i see dudes on the street with like moose knuckle uh <laughs> and then, yeah, goose. And, yeah exactly and then you go to the crib or something and it's just like it's like a tv and a yeah, couch yeah, exactly <laughs> like that's the thing yeah 
like you said, streetwear has its pros and cons. Yeah. And typically, like the people who like really flex and really are just on social media, like with the stuff,、mm-hmm. um, they start to look like the normal. And I guess like what streetwear, what streetwear really is,、um, starts to get like muted out because、yeah. all you're seeing is like the flashing lights and so on. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, what streetwear is actually? What streetwear is? is it's not just like just you putting random like just clothes like just like I mean like for like the rich people like not you just putting like a bunch of designer stuff you know. It's just it's more like hmm. I don't say this, but streetwear is kind of just. You trying to put like、um, it could be like nice expensive clothes, but you could also try using like just like you know if you go thrifting, you can go Value Village, and you can just still pick something out and just put something together and still、mm. look nice. You know, that's like kind of my concept of like, like outfit creation. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> I feel that with streetwear brands,、um, and like. I'm learning this inside of economics and like this idea of barriers to entry, right? How hard is it to get in an industry? It's very, very difficult to get into. Clothing is. Well, that's the weird thing because like, it feels like that just because of how concentrated it is, right?、Yeah. There's a million brands out there, but it's like you look at like、um, car manufacturers, right? Yeah. It's like how many can you name? There's like a very set list of yeah, yeah, car yeah. manufacturers, right? Because it's incredibly expensive to start manufacturing cars. Like you don't see new like car brands. Exactly, exactly. It's just... So it's like with、uh, brands, like the idea that I can just go on a website, buy like ten shirts, and then、mm-hmm. find a screen printer and say, "Yo, could you screen print this for me?" It's like the barriers to entry are almost nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So with how concentrated it's becoming, and how there's on- probably like a new brand each day,、um, how do you feel that that has affected、um, how good like streetwear shirts, for example, like actually like look with everybody just trying to be like the craziest, and some things are unoriginal, and some things are just actual like trash, and so on, right? Like how do you how do you feel about?、Um, Just more and more brands popping out of nowhere. I mean, it's honestly not like well compared to cars. Like you know, like it's not expen- as expensive to like you know. But、um, honestly, having more brands coming in is it's I'd say it's a good thing because、mm. you have like different like、um, different types of like clothing, right? There's different ideas coming in, like basically on a daily basis, right? Like could be like you know, there's like so many trends of clothing.、Um, if more brands come in, there's more ideas. Like there's gonna be more new trends. Yeah. So to me, like it's not a bad thing, but I mean, it is gonna be rough for them, you know? Like it's、yeah. so rough for them to like. But if it's like a hit or miss for them, you know, if if they're like producing like nice clothes and like. That people like will like it and stuff, then you know, it just goes on TikTok and then just starts like trending, and people are just gonna start wearing it. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing. 
but it's gonna be tough for them. Mm. What would you say is the make or break of a brand? Like, um, from either your experience or what you've heard or what you've learned and all these different things, right? Um, what would you say makes or breaks a brand? And how does someone know if they're like, what does success in a brand look like? Success? Um, well, I think there's like two types. Like, there's there's brands that like f really focus on one style of clothing. Mm -hmm. And then if they kind of, I mean like, there's some like small like brands, like small shops or that you see on Instagram, whatever. They have like, it's like a collage of like vintage like photos and people just print them on like, you know, like on their shirt, different like, just say like, um, a photo of like, just Kobe Bryant, like, back in the days or like a photo of like Tupac and then just putting them together mm -hmm. like some people like um really like that so um I s do see a lot of people like buying like you know um if it's just like one set theme um clothing but um it does kind of work and then there's other like there's the second like it's just like brands that are like um with a lot of like different ideas it doesn't have to be like you know brands like nike or whatever but like there's gonna be like smaller brands that it's just like they produce like a lot of like like there's let's just say brands in new york like there's some brands like a new uh new york new york like small brands like awake new york um and then there's um I don't even know. Like it's just, it's just one, one's just like you know, like a set theme, like just a one kind of type of mm. clothing, and there's just one that's just like they're, they're more like, adventurous. Yeah, they exactly. Like. like just have like a lot of different um, variety, like of different clothing. So I'd say like these are kind of like the two um, kind of ways of like you know being kind of like successful in a way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but I, I mean, you have like brands like Uniqlo or something, you know, there's, there's, there's not really much like style into it. It's just more like simple mm -hmm. and affordable. Like minimalist. Yeah, it's just more affordable. That's why like people are like, you know, going there and buying some stuff. But you're talking about style, there's like nothing into it, like barely. So yeah. I feel that, I feel that. Since we're talking about fashion, um, let's talk about shoes. You know, shoes okay. um, are like, have become so concrete inside of outfits. Like, yeah. I would say the shoes have become even more like important than your overall outfit, right? Like you can be wearing the most trash stuff. You can be like, wearing like all black, a t-shirt, <laughs> but if you, but you got Jordan one, you know, like, so one's just like you know, like it changes everything. It's weird, like how something that is just on your feet, like probably the thing that will get the dirtiest in yeah, your entire yeah. outfit, is like also the most expensive thing on your outfit sometimes, yeah, exactly. right? So I think that's really interesting. I want to talk about it with you. So for you, how would you describe yourself um, when it comes to your thoughts on uh, shoes and your own shoe game and so on? My own shoe game? Honestly, 
uh, my shoe game is not that great, you know, like, mm. <laughs> it's not the best, but it's just cause like, I just go with like whatever, you know, fits my outfit instead of like focusing on like the shoe. Mm. So if you see me around, like I'll probably just be wearing like white Air Forces, like, you know, it just matches everything. So yeah. that's the thing. But the shoe game right now, it, it, it's like, People can go up to you and go like, if you're just wearing like, you know, just plain stuff, like, and then you just wear like some crazy like shoes, <laughs> crazy Jordan, like whatever, you know, like, yeah, it'd be like, people would go like, yo, nice face, 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 but like, you're just like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, they, they can't, it's just like, they're just, you know, it, it's included there. So like, mm -hmm. I respect the people out there, you know, like who just like, Buying these hell expensive shoes. What like, like one k, like two k? It's just like, it's, just, it's mad. But mm. um, do you feel like like would you say that your shoe game is something that you want to step up, or um, is it one of those things where it's like it's just like your clothing where it's like, if you happen to be expensive and I like you, then I'll get it. But it's like it's not necessarily that it's about how hyped up the shoe is yeah so for me it's because i prefer like just you know i first look at my my clothing like what am i like wearing like on my body instead of like what am i wearing my like on my feet yeah so um so i kind of just i don't for myself, I don't really see too much of a point. Like, okay, if something was, if I saw something like, but it's like hell expensive, you know, like, if it's really, really nice, and I would actually wear it like all the time, then okay, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll pay for it and I'll just wear it. But normally, like, um, you know, for myself, it's just like, I just, I just, go with whatever I'm wearing on the top and so just mm -hmm. you know so to me it's like obviously like shoe is like pretty like it's like included in like your whole outfit you know yeah like, like shoes can change a lot of stuff like if you have a nice outfit if you're like wearing like um just like you know like a plain white t-shirt and then some blue jeans and then you just go and then your your shoe is just like Oh, like yellow or something like you know like it's 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 a bit off sometimes so, yeah yeah how would you what do you think about um shoes right now um for example right i'm trying to figure out like what my question is okay. so boom right there's a lot of people who only buy nike right yeah only buy jordan if it's not jordan and nike it's not gonna be in their house right yeah um the famous saying checks over stripes right yeah. um so how do you feel about um people only delving inside of nike and that's like all they wear just jordan's just air forces it has to have a check on it and so on um yeah, what are what are your thoughts well, on that? Um, if it's like their kind of style, right? If they really like mess with that brand, and they think like you know like um, that's the only thing that they can wear, then to me it's like respectable. But 
it's just respectable because like they're wearing like what they like you know mm-hmm. and if they can pull off like some nice fits from nike and just put them together obviously like nike shoes like it's never a problem right they, they always have like nice sneakers and stuff so um it's basically like kind of like what i'm doing like i'm just if i like um start my own like clothing brand and i'm just putting stuff that i like on it and i'll probably be just wearing like what i made and probably not other brands but yeah it's it's mm, it's respectable like i respect them like we're doing that it's mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing so yeah do you at least with your own style and obviously um i've seen you wear other shoes besides nike um so that doesn't apply to you and i guess the question would be why do you not just wear nike you you wear yeezy slides right you've worn you have new balances and so on um why do you delve into different styles and different um different brands so that's purely like um i don't focus on one brand like too much like when it comes to shoes because i i kind of tend to like i find shoes that goes to me that goes well with like my whole like outfit like yeezy slides like um it kind of goes with like a lot of fits in a way but yeah like the shoes that i got it's purely purely just based on like the style of clothing that i kind of just like normally wear so yeah i don't really focus on too just too deep into like just one specific brand Mm -hmm. of like shoes or whatever so like the new balances that you see me wear like those ones like i just thought like it's like a if you look at it differently it's kind of like in a way it's like kind of like a vintage kind of like you know if you have a camera and you have a film camera and then you wear a nice fit with those shoes like it looks sick yeah you know so that was like when i bought those shoes i was just like i saw a picture online that's why i was just like yeah. yo like if i take photos you know like for a film film camera i'm like it's gonna look so sick yeah so i was just like you know what like I'm just gonna a vintage look for a vintage camera I exactly feel like i think a lot like when it comes to me like i think a lot about like um how will i look on a film camera or how will i look on a camera like if I take photos and stuff mm-hmm. so that's like where like my ideas come from like if I see something online I'm just like yo like it kind of goes well if you take a photo of this like everything I do I just feel like um, uh, if it like you know if it just looks good on camera basically that's how I get my kind of like inspiration from so yeah that's interesting that's interesting and where do you like when did that start would you say like when did actually you can you can get a little story uh, of this of like where where did fashion start for you um where did how did you start 
how did you get into the mindset of like, okay, how will this look inside of pictures and so on? And where do you feel like you're going um, when it comes to fashion? So about when I was like 15, like before 15, 16, before that, I was like, you know, just like a Hollister kind of like just high school kid and just like wearing all these like tie dye shit. And yeah. it was just like, I'm just like, yo, like, you know, and slowly I did realize I'm like, yo, like, what am I wearing? Like, yeah. I gotta change this, like, change, like, the whole thing up. So, I had friends back in Hong Kong that were, like, older than me. Like, even my brother. My brother used to be, like, a really, like, um, fashionable, he's, like, a fashion, he used to be, like, a pretty fashion dude. Like, he also has a brand back then with his friend, mm-hmm. of his best friend. And, um, there was, like, a little... A, a tiny, tiny trend in Hong Kong. It was like, um, a lot of people kind of just started like wearing like these like very. I don't want to repeat the word vintage and stuff, but yeah. it's like they would take like old man clothes, yeah, and try to turn it into like a very like just like you know a kind of like a style. Yeah. And then slowly I was just like, yo, like. That's sick. That is sick. And then when I bought my when I bought my first film camera, because I was like just looking at like um, on the on websites like online and stuff just to see like oh how will the photo turn out and stuff. I saw some pictures. I was like, yo, like that must be kind of sick, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like people around me started like changing my style. Yep. I was like, yo, like I gotta like just hop onto the, like the small trend. It's kind of low key. It's like, you know, a little the grandpa style. Like, I go back to China and just like, my grandpa's just like, yo, why are you dressed like that? <laughs> why are why you wearing my stuff? <laughs> exactly. They're just like, why are you dressed like that? Like, it, it feels like you're just wearing like my clothes, but like in more in a stylish way. And I'm just yeah. like, isn't that sick? Like, yeah. And then they were just like, no, no, no. Yeah, they're like, you're only 16, 17. Why are you wearing stuff like that? I'm just like, just my style yep. and like you know and my brother was like that too so it's like we kind of just like basically hopped on to like the same kind of like trend and then well now my brother's like hella lazy with his like you know so he just like just puts on like whatever yeah so um yeah like that's like my little story like how i kind of like started uh basically started changing a little bit from Hollister or like you know these like tie-dye stuff and then <laughs> from like from to like a slowly small like vintage and then now like I came well now I came to like Canada so like it kind of just like like I felt like very like like open-minded with like the stuff I'm seeing like what people are wearing Mm-hmm. And it is also changing kind of like my style in a way. Yep. Like you got the Toronto man style. Like, like I'm low key like not evolving to that point yet, but like I still have like a little sense of like that right now. And there's like other like styles and like Victor's. <laughs> Your style's crazy. Appreciate that, man. You know how it is, man. Um. So. 
where would you say uh, your style is going? Or at least where do you hope your style goes? Because as you're aging and so on, obviously, yeah. you feel yourself changing and so on. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like your style is starting to change a little bit? Or uh, do you plan on changing your style as you age and so on? Um, so I used to think that like, I'm just gonna stick into that grandpa kind of feel, you know? Mm -hmm. Like the 1990 kind of feel, or like, but then, like, like I said, like I came here, and then right now, like I don't have a set like style. Like, mm. it's like I kind of just buy and just wear like whatever, like, because I get these inspirations like kind of like from like everywhere. So. I feel like it's like changing like it could be like changing like every day like I just have like you know today I'd be feeling like I want to dress like um I don't know a little like crazy like the pants you know baggy and then like fancy just like all like decked out pants yeah and then with a nice shirt and then one day the next day I'd be like okay I just want to keep this simple um have like some oversized stuff put some jewelry on you know so like I to me like I don't think I have like a set style like maybe if I go to like other countries and I see something else like I'd probably be evolving to that as well so it kind of just like it changes like you know based so, on like where you are where I am like who I'm like am I like around with so yeah interesting interesting that's interesting um so it's more like um, like you blend in somewhat with like your surroundings. Yeah, in a way, yeah, in a way like I try to like, it's not, mm, in a way blending in, but like, um, I also kind of like bring like, try to bring like my own sense of like style mm -hmm. into it. So it's like kind of like a little mix. Yeah. Yeah. Based on where you are. I, I actually, I, I think that's interesting because like obviously, because I'm guessing that like if you're inside of a formal setting you're mm -hmm. still gonna wear formal but then it's like okay it's gonna be like Sherman formal you know yeah, like you wanna put a little drip in it yeah, yeah, yeah you know that's interesting I would say my style's a little bit like that as well um yeah that's interesting that that's yeah. that's really cool so with with your clothing brand um you have dabbled inside of entrepreneurship essentially yeah. um what would you say doing that taught you not necessarily just with clothing but like just in general um what are some things that you've learned uh maybe even in hindsight or when you were in it um that like yeah what what were your big takeaways from uh in just starting from that yeah exactly um there's actually a lot of work to do, mm. especially like because I'm just doing this purely by myself. Um, I realized that to manufacture clothes in Canada is hell expensive <laughs> compared to Asia. Uh, it's crazy. Um, well, yeah, it's like it's like you you learn a lot of new stuff. Um, along the way of like starting a brand it's like back then I didn't know how to 
I didn't know how to start a website or whatever. Like I mm-hmm. need a you need a website, right? Um, you you tend to like you have to like you force yourself to learn to make a new website, and then how are you gonna like post like those pictures of your clothes onto a website, right? You gotta learn a bit of like photography. Yeah. Right. Um, you need to learn how to, to take uh, pictures. Let's just say like having models on your, having models wearing your your clothes and, and your clothes and like posting it there. And it's like, like even for like models, like do you know how to get them to stand right angle and like where do you want to like where do you want them to be at when like you know when they're wearing your clothes and like like the color scheme or whatever like there's yeah. so much to like to think about and like there's like a lot of work to like you know as, along the way like you, you're just gonna learn a lot of like different skills and then the money part like you need to know like oh, how much you're spending and stuff yeah right because you want to know your profit like you gotta like somewhat like you gotta break even first mm. like so yeah it's not just starting a clothing brand is not just you don't just learn like um like style of clothing or like just how to design clothes or whatever but there's a lot of like just other side things that it's like pretty essential to start a business yeah not just clothing right uh, you could be selling stuff and it's the same thing so yeah interesting that's cool and do you plan on ever doing that again ever starting something up mm, starting up probably in the f- when I have time like probably I would want to like, just keep doing clothing it's something that's like I just find it really interesting, right? So, um, potentially, like, yeah, I would. I mean, in in the future, like, no matter what, like, I when I have the funds to, like, I just, I would want to start my own business, right? Yeah. But as of right now, it's just, it's just everything's too competitive. Like, I just. Mm want just sit down and chill and just see how like things are like um so for right now i don't i don't even know if i want to start like anything yet but it'd be interesting to go back to and like start designing clothes at some I, point yeah, yeah, yeah like i love doing that like designing clothes it's just like really like one of my big passions so. mm-hmm. that's interesting that's sick a little a little bit of a digression um we're both inside the same program we're both inside a business um how how do you feel uh with the year ending like how was the year for you um because fashion obviously like it like things are bigger than fashion right things are your hobbies are bigger than what yeah, they actually sure. are right yeah, yeah it's almost like a part of you and you pick your professions normally because of your hobbies in some way shape or form right very artistic people end up inside of uh urban planning and so on right uh something about designing then gets transferred into how use how residency is created and streets and whatever right so how do you feel um 
first, how do you feel fashion has influenced uh, your career choices? And then second, how do you feel you being inside the business program, at least for from your first year experience, how has that been for you? Has it lived up to your expectations? How do you feel? All that good stuff. I mean, with fashion, mm, it's like in the future, like for sure, like I would, you know, like really would love to like, you know, probably just go to New York or something, mm. you know, and just to see like how like the fashion industry like is there. Cause you know, it's like popping there. Yep. There's so many brands, so many nice stuff there. And I mean, with the business program, like I really learned too much about like first year. Um, in a way, yeah. Uh, you you kind of like just realize like you do learn a lot about like more deeper into like not just like if okay let's just say if I'm starting a brand right it's not just like a clothing brand like it's not just clothing it's just what what business management has taught me is just there's way more like like in in depth of like stuff inside a business that you gotta know yeah right so um i'm not book smart so like i don't think i've learned anything too like you know like just but um it just it taught me like just like you know like uh oh there's one thing it's just like it taught me to like make connections with like people making connections is just like one of a big part of um one of the biggest part of like in business and like the business industry like you'll need people to help you with like you, you'll need to realize like like i started my own clothing brand by myself and i just thought that was like so rough because i'm doing everything myself right mm -hmm. and there's just so much to learn um and it's like pretty stressful if you're just doing like you're if you're just designing everything yourself and then like you're trying to <coughs> if you're trying to produce like clothes as well like there's too much to think about but first year really taught me like connection is one of the biggest like thing like that's why like uh just to kind of like plug myself in a way yes pro go ahead man like becoming a club promoter, like you, like near, like just like the next week or whatever, right? Yeah. Becoming a club promoter, like, am I doing for the money? Even though it's I'm getting paid quite a bit, am I getting like the money? Like, do I really care about the money that much? Mm. Deep down, like, I, it's like, I don't really care about the money, but it's just the only. Th the thing that was on my mindset was just I can meet a lot of like different people mm -hmm. um, becoming a promoter like it's like not just um, meeting like I mean well, obviously like you go if you're like 
a club promoter, right? And people go to the club and try to get like tables or like booth or whatever. Like normally, those people are kind of like kind of rich in a way.、Mm. You know, they're pretty wealthy. Yeah. So, like, if you're like, if you get in touch with those people, right, and just get to know like, oh, what they're doing in life, and like, see how they become like pretty like successful and like. You know, yeah, their backstory. Yeah, exactly.、Mm-hmm. So,、um, to me, it was just I just wanted to like probably meet these kind of people and see like how like things actually work out there. Like they, they can guide me and stuff, right? Yeah.、Um, having someone to guide you is like it's probably one of the best things ever. <coughs> it's probably one of the best things ever. It's just like.、Um, You just learn stuff like more quick, right? You know, like some people that if they if they're like experienced with this stuff, like they know how to like you know instead of like doing this like and spending a long time in it, like they know how to like just you know find the most effective way to like <coughs> find the most effective way to like do one thing. So yeah, like、um, to me, which is because I'm alone in this like like this city myself. Yeah. No family and stuff. So same here. So like, I don't know if it's like the same with you, but like for me, it's just like I it just forced me to like make friends or like just like m- try to like meet like these kind of people. Yeah, yeah without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I like don't want to like rely on my parents and stuff. So like. You know, you just gotta make your own connections. Like that just taught me. Like,、um, throughout my first year, that's one of the biggest things. Basically, that's dope. When I started my first clothing brand,、um, it was a lot more like just 'cause it was fun and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, I gotta do something. But now me like, like after having all those experiences and all the failures and all the、uh, stuff that I've learned inside a first year business, and of course, it's like I still have. Like learning stuff makes you realize how much more you still need to learn, right? Yeah. yeah.、Um, but like even me just taking those experiences, like to me, a lot with what you're saying of like wanting to be independent. Like I I have a clear idea of what I want to do, right, and what I want to be.、Um, and inside of me, like working on these things, it really is like a I can't. Like rely on my parents' wallet forever, right? Yeah. I know a lot of people. They like, <laughs> they plan on <laughs> on sticking to that like as yeah, long yeah, as they can, right? Yeah. And I feel like that entrepreneurship almost does that to you, doesn't it? Where、yeah. it forces you to like, it makes you really desire independence. It's almost like a pride thing of like, yeah, I made it, you know. Of course, like it's not like. You know, if someone's like family is like pretty wealthy, and like you know, if your parents can like just like basically like pay for like your whole life or whatever,、yeah. right? But having to achieve like like something that you did yourself, yeah, and pretty like be successful and stuff, it's like you're just like damn, like I'm just proud of myself, you、yeah. know? Like I don't need my parents no more. Like、mm-hmm. it's um. Like just now, like me getting my apartment, like when I just got my keys today, I sat, I sat there in my room, <laughs> three hours straight, right, thinking about like, holy crap.
crap like, I'm so lucky like mm. you know like having this like pretty big spacious place to myself I was just like damn like yeah I'm really like I'm just so lucky like that my parents like you know they can afford this for me mm. and I felt honestly like I felt really bad because they were basically paying for like everything for me right so mm-hmm. um immediately like after like within three hours I was like texting my parents I was like I don't know like how grateful I am um I texted both of them both of them I was just like like I thank you guys so much for like you know everything and like you know I appreciate like everything like yep it's like um because it's like also like my first time like you know my first apartment basically right um so I was just like damn like I'm just like a lucky bastard. I was yeah. just like, damn. <laughs> no, that's um. I mean, that that's so interesting because I think for a lot of people, it's like they do feel guilty of it, right? Yeah. And they almost like get overwhelmed by that guilt of like, oh man, you know, I'm still depending on them. I'm still depending on them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, like for parents, and inside a, I'm just assuming inside of your parents' is, um, perspective, right? It's like they don't really actually need anything from you, right? Like you can't, you're not gonna like pay them. They don't, they don't expect you to pay them back, right? Yeah, yeah. You texting them and being like, "Yo, I'm so grateful for this thing." I feel like, like means the world to them, right? Of course. So that that's really interesting. You're a good guy, man. You're you're such a good son. Man. Uh, I just no, I just felt. <laughs> I don't normally say these like, you know, like, like I'm not like as tight as like you know like with my with my parents like i'm not like super super tight yeah you know? you're like, a little... i'm like we're like pretty we're all pretty like independent and stuff like mm-hmm. growing up so just one little text of them like i know it's gonna mean a lot to them yeah you know because i don't usually like say like you know these stuff or like yeah i don't go like i don't go like i love you mom i love you dad mm-hmm. you know or give them a hug or give them a kiss like, <laughs> like it's, it doesn't like it. It just doesn't work in my family. Like it just doesn't work like that. But mm-hmm. um, I know, like, just like you know, now like I'm 20, right? So I do realize that a lot of stuff, like it's just you know, these money is not easy. Like, yeah, <coughs> it's not easy at all. Especially like me paying for like um, my apartment, like paying like a year, like upfront. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's quite a bit of money, like just, you know, to spend at once. Yeah. So, I know it wasn't easy, and, and that's also why I kind of like took the job for the promoter. Yeah. Like I just didn't want them to like be too stressed about like you know like my living like condition or like my whole situation of living. Like, um, I know they care a lot about that. It's just like like but I just don't want to stress them out like too much mm-hmm. you know so yeah like no that's like that's that's what's up man i mean it's one of those things where it's like um you don't you don't focus on like you know like oh man you know i have all these things i'm so lucky like man yeah. you know it's like i think end of the day and i think that says a lot about your character and it's a and you can kind of see how that seeps into your style and all these different things of um, doing your own thing, um, creating your own style, 
uh, and all these different things of like, even though you have every excuse to like live a comfortable life, your parents can like pay for it. They're worried enough about you that like they, uh, they're willing to do so, right? I know a lot of people's parents, um, like they are willing to work even harder and almost like, like kill themselves, yeah. like just working for their kid, right? Yeah. Um, like my parents are the same where it's like, if they, if they, that's why I got a job at Foot Locker, right? Cause it's yeah, like, I know yeah, that yeah. if I told them like, yo, I need a hundred a month or whatever, right? Yeah. They'll move a bunch of stuff to make sure I have it, right? And I didn't feel right about that. Mm-hmm. And that idea of like you picking the, the hardest, the harder path, even though the like comfortable one is presented before you, I think speaks a lot to your character and the character then also translate into the way that you dress in that like, it's easy to just put on all black, yeah, <laughs> all yeah, black yeah. and the best shoes that you can find. Exactly. But it's, it's a lot harder to think about like, okay, how does this look on camera? What's the colors? What's the so on, so on, right? Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, um, it kind of just reflects on like basically just own clothing as well. It's just you could get like s- simple stuff, but just also like make it look really good, right? You don't have to. You don't have to buy like crazy expensive stuff mm-hmm. just to look good. Uh, like your outfit and stuff. Like Air Forces, are they like expend like? Okay, they're like 175 bucks or whatever like they're not like crazy like, like 600 1000 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but it does the job mm-hmm. like it it looks good like if you put it with most of the outfits right so yeah that's fire amen that's what's up that's what's up how did how did you get inspired from your whole outfit ah okay that's a that's a good question um for me, like like many kids, I started off with just wearing whatever my mom <laughs> picked out for me in the morning. Um, and then it was about grade eight um, that my eldest brother was like, I, you can't be dressing like this anymore. He donated my entire wardrobe and mm-hmm. took me to Value Village the exact same day. So if I couldn't find something inside of the Value Village, it's like I have like nothing, nothing to wear, right? Yeah. So we thrifted. Uh, he got me pr- like my entire wardrobe and then um, taught me like how to dress a certain way. Of course, it was I dressed a lot older for my age because it was his style. Um, yeah. So it took me like a like I think about two years to like finally find my it style just, and so yeah. on, uh, which was. And a lot of the people who I grew up with will know it was like trench coats. Like I just really like long coats. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I know that. So a lot of BC people were like, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of from Vancouver. Like that's like the trend. <laughs> that was the, bro, because I guess it has a lot to do with the weather. It's just how oh, yeah, yeah, either rain, friggin' wind. Then uh-huh. it's sunny, so I had like one trench coat that was super lightweight. So it's like, if it rained, I'm good. If it's sunny, I'm good, right? It was an all-terrain <laughs> coat, bro. So I grew up on a lot of that. And then because I wore trench coats, but then I also 
uh, really like streetwear because I just started my brand and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, meshing the two became uh, kind of my style in that I looked very formal, but I also looked very casual. Um, and that's not my style nowadays are is more streetwear uh, just because of school and I don't have nearly enough time to actually prep enough. Um, but yeah, that's how I got started. It was really just uh, my brothers um, and the way that they dressed and that in pretty much almost everything about me is influenced from them right and then I make it better so I'm putting your own like kind of taste into it yeah yeah, yeah. I'd say going forward though um, and the way that I'm growing um, inside of my style I'm definitely stepping away from streetwear in that like I'm trying to look a little more sophisticated nowadays, right? Um, formal, like, though I still have the streetwear formal yeah. kind of style, but like formal is ed- like kind of becoming more, so I'm wearing like more and more chinos and dress pants uh-huh. um, rather than just like sweatpants, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like curling them up um, in order to have like the streetwear look. Um, because like, as I'm becoming more serious with my brand and becoming a artist right um a designer and so on yeah. um i kind of told myself like if i'm going to become a business owner i need to stop looking like a consumer right uh, you know what i'm saying that's true that's true so for me it's like shifting um so that and it's better for my wallet too right like i'm not buying like new new stuff it's like yeah, just yeah. no brand no nothing if it's not mine it's like i don't need a logo right except with shoes because i love new balance but yeah that's kind of where my style's going it's kind of nice yeah man now how it is anyways bro i know the people back home are thinking man that was so awesome that was such a great that was everything Sherman just said today. Really spoke to my soul. Sherman, hit him one hit him one more time, bro. What can someone who might be thinking about starting their own brand or just starting anything, um, their own endeavor, their own whatever, you know, stepping outside of their comfort zone because you're very good at that. Um, yeah, that's, you that's host cool. things. That's, you, yeah. Hmm? I mean, that's like stepping, as you said, like stepping out of comfort zone. I didn't mention that the whole time, but it is probably one of the biggest thing. Like when I got here, yeah. I was like, "Yo, like I have to step out to uh, to like feel like to understand like what I actually like." Yeah, you know, sometimes you don't. If you're just like stuck in there, like you don't know what you like. Mm-hmm. So I'd say like you're gonna like with like starting a brand or whatever. Like first, like just know what you want. And what you truly like, you don't step it, step out of your comfort zone. Like you never know, like yeah, like what you actually like and what's there for you. So yeah, you're you're like you're. Gen- I'm not even gasky or anything. You're genuinely a master at stepping outside your comfort zone and like mastering it almost, right? Like um, the way that you command, like not command respect, but you just like you draw it in like when i went to the pitman parties for the for my for my pictures and so on you guys should definitely check that out in the episode where i talk about it 
but where like I was there and I, like though I'm just observing like yeah. just the way like it's not even you're not even the host you weren't mm-hmm. the host or anything right no you really. weren't even the host no. but yet like you're taking on like you are stepping into the leadership role of like security came and like you're talking to them you're telling people yo go here 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 whatever right you're not even the organizer i saw i saw even my guy Trent, i saw him once and then i never saw him again the entire night right like just the way that you organized um and i'm sure that like that's the thing people see leadership and they think that like it's just natural and you're never nervous or anything, right? And it's like, not necessarily, it's more like you are nervous and you are like, oh man, I don't really feel like leading people, but like you step into that role regardless, right? Um, And even when you were telling me about how you got your job as um, as a promoter in that like, you just went up to the guy and was like, yo, how do I get this position, right? I mean, yeah, like, when you want to achieve something, you know, you just have to, like, you just have to ask and you just have to, like, do it yourself. Like, you can't just expect someone to, like, offer you, like, yeah. a, you know, it, like, you don't get that lucky, in, like, like, in life. Like, yeah. you, you can't just sit there and just wait, you know? So, um, so, I, what I did was, was just, like, yeah, like, I just went up to him, like, I'm just, like, I, well, <coughs> Like I texted him, I was just like, "Yo, like, how do you become a promoter?" Yeah, you know, as like, for him, like as a promoter, like he's been working for I don't know how many years, but like, he has experience, mm-hmm. and of course, like, I want to learn, yeah. so just, just like you know, like, fuck it, whatever, like just go up to him, just yeah. ask, like, nothing's gonna happen, like, what could go wrong, you know, yeah. like, nothing bad's gonna go wrong, so that's insane, like like it it sounds so simple and like just like that's like obviously the answer, that, right? that, yeah. but it's like it's it's like so many people like like either it's pride or it's fear or what's it's whatever right they don't want to hear no so badly that they don't even try at all right yeah, yeah, yeah this idea of like just like being humble and coming in and being like I, I said I was just like, I don't know anything so yeah. i'm just like you know like if he's willing to teach me like you know how to do this and like yo then that's another skill like you will yeah. have so yeah i mean i guess bro you're trying to start something literally anything you want a position somewhere asking a girl or a guy out and you put yourself bro. out there like just go yeah <laughs> that's what's up man hey Sherman, tell us what the song of the day is, bro. Okay, what was that song that you were playing? Uh, diamonds? It's, yeah, the, the, yeah, whatever diamonds, yeah. Diamond something, bro. Hey, I'll yeah. play the song or whatever, bro. It's a great song. What do you like about the song, Sherman? Just, you know, it's like, first, it's just like, it's like singing, it's like calm, mm. you know? The rap just comes in, just kicks in, and you're just like, yo. That's Check it out, Diamonds. It's by Kanye, so of course it's good, man. Um, Sherman, I appreciate you coming on uh, the thank episode. Thank you, thank you for having me, though. It's always a pleasure, man. Oh, shoot. You hear that, bro? That's, that's the sound. 
of the ski lift going back up the mountain so we gotta catch it so that we can you know go another round of skiing before you go back to your apartment man you know how it is anyways i appreciate you coming through man got got anything to say to the people man um be grateful in life honestly yes sir hey bro that's a dime right there man we appreciate you guys thank you for listening tell someone you love them and have a good one man peace